welcome back to the Deeper Darker Variety Show. I'm Casey. And I'm a happy Christmas elf. Yay! Yay! It's almost the holidays. I hate Christmas. (laughs) (laughs) I love Christmas. I love it so much. I love, like, people are happy and, like, there's lights everywhere and... I always get a tree. We've already, like, decorated the house for Christmas, too. Of course, you guys with your cute little family. <laughs> We're adorable. Y'all are precious. No, we are precious. I used to, I loved Christmas as a kid, but then when my parents, like, Christmas was me and my dad's time, and uh-huh. when my parents split up and my dad became, <laughs> became a drugged out nightmare. <laughs> You're like, this fucking sucks. It sucked. And then it was always, like, my mom would be dating a guy, and he'd want to be like, we're going to have Christmas as a family. It's you're like, like, you're not my family, off. fat ass. I don't, you're not my dad. Leave me alone. <laughs> you're not my real dad. Yeah, I mean, pretty much. Yeah. But also, stop trying to be my dad. What the fuck? I'm 12. I don't need, like... You're like, I have a dad. I don't I don't need you can't, this one. You can't do that with kids over a certain age. Like, they're right. just not going to, you know... Like, I'm very happy that I got my stepmom when I was a baby. Because yeah. I'm like, I just always grew up with her. She's she was always there. Mom. She's yeah. my mom. And uh, But I remember friends who, like, when we are teenagers, their parents would go through a divorce. And they are just like... The mom's dating someone new and he fucking sucks. And like, they're trying to be my friend. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't mind those ones. Like, and especially if you know how to play it, it can get cool shit. That's true. It's It was the ones like, the obviously the creepy, the pedophile creepy one was the one that was yes, like, of course. always like, we have to do things as a family. And it's just like, I have a family. And also like, oh, his dad was like the sheriff back in the day. Oh, and Jesus. they were all like super evangelical Christian and like tacky rich oh those evangelicals she had a whole room full of collector teddy bears like thousands upon thousands uh, of dollars full of teddy what bears the f- why because they were just tacky they were tacky people and he'd be like hauling me around being like it's time we're part of a family why are the rich religious folks always so fucking tacky so fucking tacky and it's just <laughs> like so i bad. i am used to a certain amount of glorious chaos of weird people and right. like like kicking it with bikers and i and i have to go live with this, like, sheriff's son and his Ugh. hillbilly family. <laughs> so what you been up to? What's new in your life? Oh, not a goddamn thing. I mean, we're going into second lockdown. Yeah, lockdown part two. Electric boogaloo. Infection <laughs> rates are higher. <laughs> we're gonna lock down to Electric Avenue. Infection, Infection rates are higher. <laughs> Join us for me. We're more smooth tunes. Like... <laughs> She's going to start a band. Yeah. Uh, if we haven't been really doing much, uh, my husband just got a bass guitar. Slap of the bass. To play bass. Nice. Uh, I've been sewing more patches into my clothes, working out. And, nice. Uh, yeah. You. Getting real good on my bike. I know. You got, you like inspired me. I recently bought a stationary bike. I've oh, did been you? fucking hitting it every day. Yeah. It's really satisfying. I just turn on an episode, like you watch a episode of something like 25 minutes if you can just keep going through that 25 minutes as much I as you i ended can. up uh downloading the peloton app onto my phone oh, did you? you don't need a peloton bike to use the app oh really and so yeah it's fucking great because it's like I, I can ride it on my own and that's fine but it's nice to have the instructors so so i don't have to think basically that's cool and they always play good music and i just kind of get into the zone oh and that's fun i'll try that ride my little heart out yeah it's good and just keep just keep going and my thighs are slowly shrinking because they nice. were they were quite meaty <laughs> thunderous <laughs> I, I learned that i gained weight in my thighs <laughs> so it's always nice to learn new things about yourself <laughs> oh my gosh so Remember the last time we recorded, we were freaking out that maybe Joe Biden wouldn't win the presidency. (laughs) Here we are now watching Trump lose a second time. I don't remember what it was because like it was hard because of that, like that period where we knew he won, but like he hadn't been confirmed yet. So it was hard to have like the emotional reaction. The last time we recorded, I think, was the day after the election. It was. It was. So we were all like. We think it's going to happen, but... Yeah, so when it finally happened, it wasn't, like, the cathartic event that I wanted it to be. And then the other day, I was, like, driving somewhere, and I heard, I can't remember what the hell I heard on the radio about NPR and Trump, and I just started <laughs> laughing to the point where, like, I almost laughed my way into madness. Dude, they're losing their fucking shit right yeah. now. Trump is is even more unhinged. Rudy Giuliani? <laughs> <laughs> Can we just talk <laughs> for a minute about the fucking Four Seasons? landscaping <laughs> next to the fucking porn shop oh my god and, and, he, and the animal crematory yeah and then, and then recently he did another fucking just off the wall speech and he had like hair dye sweaty hair dye streaming down he his had face. to have been spray on hair shit because he didn't dye his hair properly well another person said who uh, a friend of mine who does makeup they're like he probably colored in his sideburns with mascara <laughs> 
So he's got runny mascara going down his sweaty, fat face. Well, he could have gotten, could have gotten waterproof, bitch. I know. Th- this is what happens again. This is what happens when you don't like gay people and you treat them like shit because there's no person with taste around. No, there's yeah, no exactly. like super savvy gay guy to be like, Mm-mm, honey, that, don't. That's why Republicans always look fucking heinous. Yeah, because yeah they're, they just they're don't women have, everything. It's always cool like the tackiest friends. makeup, and yeah. I always look like shit. Terrible suits. Yeah, yeah, so bad. Ugh. I have a theory though that Donald Trump must have lifts in his shoes oh you know because he look at the way he sees he stands like a fucking centaur that guy oh god i just can't like i i can't wait i hope he doesn't there's there's a theory that he's going to resign and then have pence pardon him like nixon did with ford really you think so that's what happened with with nixon and ford. yeah ford uh so nixon resigned so then trump can't be arrested for any of his no so like a pardon because again nixon never went to trial and That's the, right. And the reason why I had heard something on uh, on NPR a long time ago about Gerald Ford had kept this little uh, newspaper clipping in his wallet ever since then. And it had been what had inspired him because he he made a case for why he didn't mm-hmm. prosecute Nixon. And he basically was talking about how much it was going to further tear the country up to do so. Uh, yeah, again, believe what you will. But the point is, is that he pardoned Nixon, what, a pardon be like, okay, so from this period of time to this period of time, any criminal activity that you did is pardoned. So Nixon like was never convicted God, I, and then pardoned. That's fucking bullshit. That's what the thought is. But also because he is such an egomaniacal tyrant, there's also a thought that he's going to stay in and then claim that he will not leave. And I hope that's what happens because I want to watch oh, him girl. be dragged out of the White House by the Secret Service, like kicking and screaming. That is my wet dream right now. Like I'm I, th- I think I will spontaneously orgasm and yeah. probably cry and like maybe poop myself. I don't know. Like <laughs> all of it at the same time. Yeah, right? you'll just have a, an entire release of bodily energy. Yeah, yeah. Because just every, just everything. Just oh god, I hope that I would. I would pay for that on pay-per-view. Oh, my God. Yeah. If that happens, like, we're all going to be watching that on a loop for, like, ever. Forever. It'll be the the greatest gift that 2021 could give us. Yes. Is if his fat lard ass gets drug out of the Uh, White House by Secret Service. God love him. (laughs) God love him. What else? Uh, COVID's COVIDing again. Yeah. But we got a vaccine coming out shortly. And to all you fucks who want to say, oh, I'm not getting the first round of fucking vaccines because I don't want to be a guinea pig. You don't have to be a guinea pig because there's already been thousands upon thousands of fucking guinea pigs. They wouldn't be releasing the vaccine if they didn't thoroughly test it on humans. Yeah, the only thing we don't really know would be like a long-term effect. Sure, sure. That's why it's very nature and fuck it. I, for one, will be the first person in line to get a vaccine. Yeah, I'm assuming they're going to do frontline workers and older Elderly, people. yeah. My dad is going through the VA, so he'll be getting his early. Yeah, they be- say, like, us normal, us regular folk probably won't be expecting it until March or April, which is right when uh, COVID turns one years old, no. guys. Yeah. I'm fine with that for me. I just want to make sure my dad's okay. He's just, like, the that's what I worry yeah. about this whole time. Like, I'm, I mean, it does kill healthy people, but, like... I'm less afraid of me getting it than I am him getting it. Yeah, exactly. <sighs> so you promised me a story about a Claymore. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> it's not really like, it, we'll see how interesting you all find this. But in Nam, of course, you carry yeah. you carry two Claymores. You carry one in each pocket. Uh-huh. What a Claymore is, is it's basically like a booby trap, so to speak. And it is a plastic box with plastic explosives. Mm-hmm. And it... <sighs> the explosion bursts the case Uh and shoots metal balls forward sweet and like this (laughs) basically an arc of metal metal ball bearings of just and they they turn people to hamburger i fucking bet (laughs) they're fucked up so one night they uh when you when it's nighttime you set your perimeter like well that's like what they filled the bombs with uh for the boston marathon bombing hmm? that's i mean that's all a grenade is so what what a grenade is is there is a a very large spring that has been compressed down into this little fucking tiny pull that little thing and that triggers an explosion and that spring shoots out in both directions and breaks into pieces and that's what shrapnel is oh god so it's not the because people people assume that a grenade's explosion kills you it's not the explosion it's the shrapnel flying out everywhere that fucks you up so it's Mm -hmm. pieces of metal so 
it's nighttime, the perimeter has been set, you set your, your claymores, you dig your holes, and you're, you're ready in case you're ambushed at night. Mm -hmm. And dad is hanging out, and it's raining, of course, because it's fucking Vietnam, and... They got sideways rain. <laughs> <laughs> so we don't have to sleep with our heads in the mud. <laughs> Great movie, guys. Love that movie. So his buddy, Stone Cipher, he remembers his name despite forgetting everyone else's name. He's <laughs> like, hey, man, I'm going to go check on those claymores. And my dad's like, just don't. Like, just leave them. Everything's fine. Jesus. Just leave the claymores. This can only go bad. And this fucker goes out to go check on the claymores. And the claymore went off. And it, oh, fuck. it uh, blew him to hamburger meat. And my dad hey, has... Hey, like, you set the claymore, just leave them. Just leave them. Leave it the fuck My dad had nightmares. They're fine. It's not like they're tossing and turning in their sleep. Yeah. They're, like, they're just, inanimate objects. Just chill. Uh, my dad had nightmares about this for, like, 50 years because he... Yeah, dude, he just watched he his friend. He like, remembers them hauling him away, and it was basically, like, his torso and then just meat. Okay. Jesus. Yeah, so, like, everything, like, below, like, the, the belly button, just, just red meat. And... He, my dad never knew because when they, they take you, you don't know what happens to your homeboy. He's just gone, right? You don't right. know if he lived. Oh, or... so he had no idea. No. He, he just heard it go off and was like, "Oh, he saw, but he they, they, he was alive when he left." But th what does that mean? Oh, he, he might not be yeah. alive later. So that gave him nightmares forever. And then with the wonder, I, I think he actually had someone who finds um, a friend of his knows a guy who finds like bounties and stuff and people who are mm -hmm. like a bounty hunter, but mm -hmm. not. And so he had him look up this guy and he found him and they like made contact. Not only did the guy live, but he managed to have children. What the fuck? Mm -hmm. Wait, even though it was half of his body, like he just, turned to fucking hamburger. It was that he was hamburger, but somehow enough of him survived. He was able to live and have children. Mm -hmm. Fuck me. Yeah. So whenever I think of Claymore's, that's what I think. <laughs> that story. It. All right. Well, I'm super glad I sent you that fucking meme. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, what else we got to talk about? Oh, we got another listener email Ooh. from a uh, listener named Melody. She says, I'm a new listener and I fucking love your shows. Hey. Keep up the good work. Yeah. Well, we fucking love you too, Melody. Thanks, girl. And we will keep up the good work just for you. Yeah. We After the holiday season. <laughs> yeah. That's how we, we sadly announced to you this is the end of season one. Woo! Season one, episode 18. We need we're a break. Done. Yeah, we need a little break. So yeah, this is our season finale. We're going to take a break through the holidays. Uh, I guess this is going to be live to your ear holes the day before Thanksgiving. That being said, be fucking smart. Be safe. Don't do a bunch of traveling. Don't be a dick. Don't have like a massive gathering at your house. I yeah, mean, just make your own Thanksgiving dinner. That's I, I do that every year anyway because my dad likes to go out for dinner. Yeah. And he doesn't really like turkey, but I want... A whole turkey dinner with the trimming. I love Thanksgiving dinner. Oh my god, girl! I fucking it is the best meal of the year. I love it. It's my. I look forward to it every single year. Yeah. This year, I'm making all the desserts. I'm making Ooh. a. Um, uh, it's just like my parents and I, and I'm making some mini pumpkin pies, Ooh. some mini apple pies, and mini chocolate cheesecakes. Ooh, that sounds good. Love it. Oh yeah, super uh. looking forward to it. I saw this oatmeal comic today that was like. This dude is on a train and it's called the diet train. He's like eating a salad and stuff. And then all of a sudden in front of the train on the train tracks is like Christmas stuff and thing, <laughs> or a big Thanksgiving turkey. And uh. like, <laughs> and then the train smacks into it and the person's just like on the ground covered in sweets. <laughs> oh, oh. oh God. I'm pecan pie and uh. stuffing. I love stuffing so much, especially the stuffing that's crunchy, like on the outside. Yes. Mm. My mom makes this delicious stuffing with um, apples and Italian sausage. Ooh. Dude, it's so good. Oh, my God. Mm. I have, like, a full plate full of just stuffing. Ugh. Oh, God. Can't wait. One more week. Not even a week. Less than a week. Yeah. Yes. Um, so, with that being said, uh, we'll be back with brand new episodes on January 6th is what we're, we're planning to. In the meantime, just keep checking our social media and our, our website, um, Facebook, Instagram, website, we're going to be posting some like short, funny blogs, short stories, uh, blooper reels, funny videos, stuff like that. So we'll still be very active and engaged with you guys. Just no new episodes for a while. Yeah. And we're going to have we're naps. We're so sorry. We're so sorry. It's it's hard to function in the cold. And I say this in the California cold, which most people would laugh <laughs> in, at. In your heated apartment. Yeah. <laughs> it's so cold out there. <laughs> yeah. I don't even have to go out there, but it just Dude, it has sad. been fucking cold It lately. got cold real quick this year. Well, so that kind of brings us a little bit to our main story, too. 
uh, we're going to be talking about holiday traditions. Do you do you have any holiday traditions? Not so much for Christmas. Uh, when I was little, every year my mother would fake sick so that my dad and I would decorate the Christmas tree together. That's she would pretend so she wasn't feeling. No, she would do it so like that my dad oh, and I had so time, got... so it was special That's for us. Sweet. And she would just be like, "No, boo boo, I don't feel good. Like you go go with your papa." And I would just do that. Aww. And my dad, when we had a fireplace, we had a whole like scene on the mantle. My dad likes those little houses, like little model yeah. homes. He loves that kind of shit. And then it became a big old thing on the table. And then my parents split up, and I refused. I didn't celebrate Christmas. The first time I celebrated Christmas again was three years ago. Really? Mm-hmm. My my dad moved. So I moved to Sacramento and then my dad moved up to Oroville about three years ago now. Mm-hmm. I've been living up here for about a decade. And with him up here and he bought a house and his girlfriend loves Christmas and my my sister is so like a part of our lives. So like we go, we went up there and we had proper Christmas and we every year have done that until now, which we're obviously not going to go bother yeah, my dad yeah, on yeah. Christmas. But Thanksgiving... Thanksgiving, we watch, Rigel and I watch Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. I love that movie. Every year. I love it so much. There's the Thanksgiving Mystery Science Theater 3000 Marathon, which will be on YouTube this year. No shit. I got to watch it. I love Mystery Science Theater 3000. And we listen to the Alice's Restaurant Massacre, which is an Arlo Guthrie song. It's a 20-minute long, like, spoken. What? Have you never heard Alice's Restaurant? No. You can get anything you want at Alice's Restaurant. And it's this whole long story about <laughs> Alice, who lives in the restaurant, or who owns the restaurant, but they live in a church that they bought and all this whole shit. It's uh-huh. a whole long thing. And it's this silly thing that ultimately is, like, this protest against the Vietnam War. And my parents, <laughs> and I love it. And we've been listening to it. They play at noon every Thanksgiving on KLOS on yeah. 95.5 down there. I think they do it up here on 96.9 on the Eagle or whatever. Okay. It's just like the only Thanksgiving tradition I think that like weirdo biker rocker people have. Yeah. And we listen to it every single year. That's awesome. I don't even know if we have any Thanksgiving traditions. I remember as a kid we would go to like downtown to the Thanksgiving parade. Yeah. Um, and then when they stopped doing that we just started watching the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. Oh yeah. And then, like my dad and my brothers watch football. What's tournament? About that. Tournament of Roses is on uh, April first, right? Something or like not that. April first? Excuse me, January first. <laughs> yeah, something like that. Yeah, that's uh, we knew people because it's a Southern California thing. Yeah. And, oh, it's the um, yeah, the Rose Parade. Mm-hmm. Yes. And we knew people who would be in the parade, so we would always oh, watch fun. that. And that was a little thing, but yeah, yeah, we would like just start the day watching that, and then. Um, my mom would spend all day cooking, and now that they're getting older, like us kids, help out with the cooking and bringing stuff. But... Well, y'all better, God. Yeah, I know. Seriously, <laughs> one of my one, I think uh, a couple years ago, my dad goes, "Well, one of you guys host Thanksgiving one of these years." Fuck. <laughs> yeah, really. Come on, guys. <laughs> I know. I'm pla- I'm next year. I'm definitely planning on hosting Thanksgiving for everyone. Cool. I'm like I've always, I've never even made a turkey in my life. Oh, really? It's super easy. Yeah, I imagine. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't look terribly oh, hard. <laughs> I got it real quick. So <laughs> this wasn't I, this wasn't even for the holiday for, for whatever reason. My my mom had planned to make a turkey. Maybe it was for Thanksgiving. Anyway, so my mom made turkeys. You can make them, like you can put a bag around them and they'll cook yeah. in the bag to make sure they're juicy. That's how my, my stepmom or my mom makes them. My mom would always do it that way, right? <laughs> One year she had to work. <laughs> Oh, she left this up to my father <laughs> and he calls her and he's like, should the and bag be ensued. like sticking to the burnt, like burning to the things, to the turkey? <laughs> She's like, no, what the fuck? It turned out my dad had put the turkey in a in a kitty litter liner. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> and it was like a scented kitty litter. <laughs> and it fucking, <laughs> the plastic melted to the turkey. <laughs> We had to throw the whole thing out. <laughs> oh my god! I have a story like that. So, so one year, so my dad. Oh god, I can't remember how long ago this was. Maybe like eight or ten years ago. My my stepmom or my mom bought my dad like a turkey deep fryer, and because he'd always wanted one, always yeah, wanted yeah. to try deep frying a turkey. And so he was deep frying it, and it was the my. I was there. My brothers were there. Their girlfriends were there. Some of my brother's friends were there. And they were all kind of, they had it set up in the driveway because, like, you don't want it in a closed yeah. space or anything. Yeah. 
and they had a TV in the garage. They're watching football, but they're going in and out and not really paying attention. And so at one point, my dad looks at the thermostat and he's like, okay, maybe it just needs a little bit longer or because he, you know, this is the first time doing it. Yeah. <laughs> so. <laughs> Sorry, the picture is like swimming in my head right now. It's so good. <laughs> so he he goes back out to check on it, and um, my mom and I are in the house. We don't we don't notice anything going on. We just hear my brothers and his their friends hysterically laughing, like like I couldn't I couldn't even just a roar of laughter. And then my dad walks in and he looks like he's seen a fucking ghost. (laughs) (laughs) And my dad is not a man of few words like he but he is speechless. He just kind of looks at us like deer in the headlights and like shrugs his shoulders and walks back to his bedroom. We're like, what the fuck happened? And my brothers come in and they can they can barely speak because my dad burnt this fucking bird so bad it looked like it was wearing a black leather jacket <laughs> <laughs> so, so my mom and I start laughing hysterically because like what are you gonna do at that yeah, point it's whatever. just so fucking funny and my dad's heartbroken he's so sensitive he's heartbroken he thinks he's just like ruined Thanksgiving. Ruin Thanksgiving so he goes out <laughs> pulls this fucking bird in it is extra crispy everywhere <laughs> and, um, so my brothers and I run to the store real quick because we're like they have to have a turkey <laughs> somewhere yeah. and we bought a new turkey and it was still kind of frozen so that was the year we ended up having turkey uh, Thanksgiving at like 9 p.m <laughs> <laughs> like the second the second trying of the deep fried turkey they were watching that thing like a fucking I bet, hawk. I bet. <laughs> sure, it turned out much better the second time. It was delicious. It was really, really good. But we just, we took so many pictures with that fucking burnt <laughs> turkey because it was the funniest thing in the world. Ah, uh, holidays. Oh, man. I'm going to miss the family this year. Yeah, it's going to be a tough one. Well, so I, this episode, I, I wanted to obviously go super dark, and I was going to do a Christmas Day murder, of which there Ooh. are a plenty. Oh, I bet. The most notable one being the murder of John Benet Ramsey. Oh, that's right. Huh? And I definitely want to cover that at some point, but I'm like, I don't want to go into the holidays being a big old bummer. Yeah, like, can we not talk about abusing <laughs> children for just like a I know, night, I'm please? sorry. Like, that's, that was the other thing, too. I'm like, Jesus, I've talked so much about murdering children, abusing children on this fucking show. I need to... <laughs> two, two old childless hags <laughs> talking about murdering kids? <laughs> I need to fucking cool it. So people are listening like, these bitches are crazy. I know. But the, the John... Okay, this, so the John Benet <laughs> Ramsey murder was... I, I very lightly say my favorite murder, and and in the sense that it, I was about ten years old when it happened. I remember when it happened, and yeah. I remember, and I it stuck with me so much, and this is what like really inspired my kind of interest in true crime and all that was because it was the first time I'd realized that oh shit, these things happen to kids too. Ah, uh, like mur- just just adults don't just get murdered. Yeah, like, this stuff happens to fucking kids. And then I was like, I want to know more. <laughs> <laughs> um, so instead of taking you down a murder, a child murder hole. A murder again, hole. <laughs> gonna, today we're talking about strange worldly holiday traditions. Ooh. So I found an article and I'm just going to honorably mention a couple of them that I that we're not talking about here, but they were just really funny. So one of them, one holiday tradition is in Wales, where they parade around a horse skull. I love this one. I want to start doing this here. It's so good. So it, it's called, I, I'm probably mispronouncing yeah. it. I'm going to mispronounce a lot of shit in this episode. So just fucking bear with me. It's hard. It's the Mary Lude. Luid? 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 Oh, I promise you that's not how you pronounce it, but I don't know how to pronounce Mary it. Mary so. Luid? Whatever. It's a, a Wales folk custom around South Wales where a villager from the town is chosen to parade a horse skulls skull decorated with ribbons mounted on a pole through the streets on Christmas Eve. A white sheep or white sheet drapes from the back of the horse's head and covers the person holding the skull. And I, I read somewhere too that they like basically they come in or they come to your door, knock on your door. And they, like, start telling a riddle or something like that. And if you can't solve the riddle, then they get to come in and, like, eat your food and drink yeah. your booze. Yeah. Which it's, is a fucking dope really holiday tradition. We got to bring some of these over over here. Oh, this other one in South Africa, it, they tell their kids to not eat Santa's cookies 
And the way they keep kids from eating Santa's cookies is the parents tell the children a story of a boy named Danny who ate all of Santa's cookies and really angered his grandmother. In her rage, she killed him. Oh. And now their ghosts haunt houses during Christmas time. The fuck, you guys? <laughs> it's so bad. Uh, in Sweden, they have the burning goat. Every year, villagers in a small Swedish town of Gavel, Glav, whatever, uh. build a 40-foot straw goat as a part of a Yule time tradition. Pretty much every year since the tradition began in 1966, locals have succeeded in destroying it, either by burning it down, hitting it by ca- with cars, or almost stealing it with a helicopter. <laughs> nice. I know. It's like, fuck Burning Man. I want to go to Burning Goat. Yeah, dude, fuck that goat. But the one, well, before I get into mine, did you have something you wanted to read off to? Okay, so first of all, we'll post a link to a YouTube reading of it. But <laughs> David Sedaris's well, chapter in his book called Six to Eight Black Men. <laughs> it's, it's so a, good. He'll, he will read it all better. But basically, it's a Dutch tradition that Santa ca- travels with six to eight black men and it's always like he asking multiple people it's always saying six to eight there's not like a set number they it's not used, seven it's not eight it's not six six to eight they used to be his slaves but now they're just his homies and like they go around with him and yeah re- because that's how that works right yeah. like you just go from being a slave to like ah sorry we're for cool you. sorry we're for cool. that slavery boys <laughs> there's a whole like there's a whole different thing so please listen to that david steris is amazing and he's hilarious and you should it's, all his shit it's really good so i found a cool little list on wanderlust.com in japan they love kentucky fried chicken for christmas it is a huge thing <laughs> like you have to order your shit in in advance to no get, shit the japanese love kfc weird they also have way more interesting shit to eat over there yeah i was gonna say it's probably more than just like chicken and mashed potatoes yeah they, they have a much better and and i'm sure like so kfc has gotten kfc used to be good when we were kids it's garbage now yeah it's it used gone to be way good downhill when we were kids. so but yeah they have colonel sanders statues that wear like santa gear <laughs> it's a whole thing in norway Nor Norwegians believe that Christmas Eve is also the same time that evil spirits are rolling into the place. Oh, so they hide all their their brooms before they go to sleep. It's like a whole thing. (laughs) And but if you find your broom in like broken pieces at the foot of a tree, some bitch witch stole it and like fucked it up while she was riding around. Fuck you! You can't sweep your floor anymore. (laughs) In Caracas, I think that's how you pronounce that. In Caracas, in Venezuela, Uh it is customary to travel to church. On roller skates for Christmas, which I think is badass. Like, they actually close... Wait, come again? Everyone rolls into church on roller skates. <laughs> Fuck yeah. That might actually get me to go to church. So so widespread is the practice. Many roads in the capital are closed until 8 a.m. to provide Christmas worshippers with a safe passage. Aw, it's adorable. <laughs> this is my favorite. This is disgusting. I couldn't believe this was real. Catalonia. The title of this one, Catalonia, pooping their way through Christmas. And I'm just going to read this one straight out. (laughs) Welcome to the bizarre Catalan tradition of cagatillo, or defecating log. Locals in Catalonia create a character out of a log. Turd log. Actual turds. Drawing a face on it and giving it a hat. Uh, Then they spend a fortnight feeding it fruit. Oh, this is an actual log. Fruit, nut, and fruit. Nuts and sweets. On Christmas Eve, the entire family beats the log with sticks and sings a traditional song that translates, If you don't crap well, I'll beat you with a stick. Until the log (laughs) excretes all its treats. It's hard to comprehend why this tradition hasn't caught on elsewhere. They also decorate their nativity scenes with small pooping ceramic cups. Cogginers, figurines, uh-huh. usually well-known characters, often drawn from that year's news. The figurines always have their pants around their ankles. So I want those figurines. Fuck yeah! If want. you guys can get your hands on these figurines, send them to us. Oh my god! I, oh, what a what a collection! That would be amazing. In Guatemala, they believe that. Uh, the devil and other evil spirits live in the dark, dirty corners of your home. So when it's time for Christmas, they mm-hmm. clean. Also, the Japanese clean on New Year's. It's the well, yeah, in Guatemala, they do the like it's like a burning devil yes. thing too. Oh, that's right. 
It was in that one of yours, or did you not? I think so, but I think I skipped it over. Okay, well, cool. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, so basically they they clean up and they throw all their shit outside in a huge heap and they make an effigy of the devil and then they light the whole fucking thing on fire. Uh, Dude, any any tradition that has to do with lighting something big on fire, I'm in. This one I also really like because I like this idea in the Ukraine. And in addition to all the stuff that you put on a, on a Christmas tree, they also put a, a fake spider and webs on the tree because the tradition has its origin in an old tale of a poor woman who couldn't afford to decorate her tree and woke up on Christmas morning to discover that a spider had covered it in a glorious sparkling web, which Aww, I think is sweet. That's kind of lovely. Portugal, they set pla- extra places for deceased relatives, which I also think is super sweet. That's cool. And in Italy, Santa's helper is an old witch. Nice. <laughs> I love how they're just like combining Christmas and think and Halloween. Unable to conclusively prove the existence of Santa, the Vatican decided to throw its weight behind something that ha- they'd had countless dealings with. An, <laughs> an old witch called La Bafana, who, who delivers presents <laughs> to kids in Italy. The story goes that when the three wise men invited the witch to accompany them to see the baby Jesus, she said she was too busy. And the witch was born. <laughs> <laughs> I got stuff to do. I got to go get my nails done. I need to get like my broom tuned up. I just don't have, I don't time, have time to go see the, to see the Messiah. Like, Sorry. <laughs> oh God, fuck. I love the world. Yep. It's a beautiful place. <laughs> it's a beautiful world. <laughs> what is, it's oh, a Devo yeah. song. Oh, really? It's a beautiful world. Oh, we God, live in right. a nice romantic place. <laughs> This is going to be our, like, uh, our holiday special, like, with songs and stuff. I love it. Well, so, those were all fun. (laughs) But today, our main story is about the very macabre tale of Krampus. From popular movies, like Krampus. And also from the Very Venture Christmas special. Oh, that's right. No, it's Christmas. Yeah. That's right. Krampus comes up with his big, long tongue and whips people. Ooh, to threaten me with a good time. Uh, hey, Krampus, I'm single. <laughs> uh, so this is a Central European folklore. Krampus is described as a horned anthropomorphic figure described as half goat, half demon, who during Christmas season punishes children who have misbehaved. So like, you know, the normal tales, like if you're a bad kid, then Santa's going to give you coal. Not in Eastern Europe or Central Europe. They're like, Krampus is going to fucking get you. Good. Um, this is a very stark contrast to jolly old St. Nicholas, who then also rewards children or well-behaved children with gifts. So in, in Europe, they have both. So basically, like, Krampus travels around with Santa Claus. And if there's a kid that's digs, Krampus is like, I got this. So Krampus is Santa's enforcer. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. It's like a... Oh my God! What was that that Key and Peel thing? Like, were they were Obama's anger translator? Oh. <laughs> Krampus is like Saint Nicholas's anger translator. Krampus is one of the companions of Saint Nicholas in several regions, including Austria, Bavaria, Croatia, Hungary, Northern Italy, and Slovenia, which is where our soon to be first soon soon to be dud of a first lady, <laughs> or soon to be ex. God damn it. Soon to be ex dud of a first lady. Thank I know you. how to talk. Casey does it. Be I competent with that bitch. Yeah, she's competent about talking, but <laughs> but I'm I'm the one with the big job, which I don't know how I feel about that. <laughs> the the exact uh, origin of the figure is unclear. However, some folklorists and anthropologists have postulated it as having a very pre-Christian origin. Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, I bet that's where all the good traditions come from. Anyway, yeah, pretty much. In Traditional parades uh, and in in such events, such as, goddamn, this is gonna be a tough episode, guys. <laughs> uh, Krampusloff, Krampusloff, which in English translates to Krampus Run. Young men dresses Krampus to participate, uh, kind of like Santa Santa Con here, where everyone dresses okay, yeah. Santa. Uh, did you ever go to that? No. I went to a, f- a few in Sacramento and they were pretty, I mean, it's a fucking shit show. Of course. But I think the most fun one I ever went to where everyone was like, there was a huge group participating was in Reno. And my costume was fucking cool that year. I was Disco Claws. I had Ooh. a big old afro and like this long red tweed, like pea coat. It was cool. Oh, fancy. Brought the funk back to Reno. Yeah. Because <laughs> Reno wasn't ever. funky enough. <laughs> Uh, so such events like this occur in mostly Alpine towns. Krampus is featured on holiday greeting cards called Krampus Carton. 
Krampus carton. Krampus, Krampus, Krampus carton. Where's Dwight Schrute? We need you to help us. <laughs> know, seriously. We need a, a European translator here. The origins of Krampus, the history of the Krampus figure, has been theorized as stretching back to pre-Christian uh, Alpine traditions. In a brief article discussing the figure published in 1958, uh, anthropologist Maurice Bruce wrote, quote, There seems to be little doubt to his true identity, for in no other form is the full regalia of the horned god of the witches so present. The birch... The birch. I want to make sure I'm saying birch and not bitch. Yeah. The birch, apart from its phallic significance, may have a connection with the initiation rites of a certain witch covens, rites which rites which entailed binding and scouring as a form of uh, a form of mock death. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So the chains could have been introduced in a Christian attempt to bind the devil, but then again they could. Uh, be a remnant of a uh, uh, pagan initiation rites or something. Interesting. So they're basically saying that he res- resembles Baphomet. Did I? Is that what I caught? Yes. From that? Yep. Yeah, I think I mispronounced it, but yep. No, I, I don't think you even said it. But okay. I think when they said uh, the god witch god, I, I yes. assume that I assume they are referring to Baphomet, even though it's not. You would probably know more than me. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, it's uh, it's a weird assumption that. It's a, the, all the, the witches are after Baphomet, which most of us don't, but it's just a thing. Yeah. Especially Christians. Like the, when you ask Christians about that shit, the, those images of the devil and all those things, it's yeah. all Baphomet. It's those, it's the horned God shit that they oh, yeah. are terrified of. Dude, if I saw a horned God, I'd be like, hey. <laughs> <laughs> During uh, his observation in 1975, while uh, in Idrina, a small town in Syria, anthropologist John J. Hangaman, Hangaman, Hangaman <laughs> wrote that the St. Nicholas Festival that we are describing incorporates cultured elements widely distributed in Europe, um, in some cases going all the way back to pre-Christian times. So again, everyone thinks it just dates back to pre-Christian times. I mean, the good old days. All our traditions do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Nicholas himself became popular in Germany throughout the 11th century. Uh, the feast dedicated to this patron saint of children is the only one winter occasion in which children are the objects of special attention. Others being, I can't even pronounce this, Martinmas? Martinmas? Martinmas. Yeah. Martinmas. The Feast of the Holy Innocents and New Year's Day. I didn't know that New Year's Day was a tradition or like a given kids special attention. I think throughout that time period, it's like a special kids time too. Especially probably because I would assume maybe that factors into not all the kids survive winter. So that might be a special oh, time to like yeah, give them maybe. maybe, or maybe it's because everyone fucks on New Year's and then they have a bunch of babies nine months later. I'm a New Year's baby. That's true. I'm a Halloween baby. Yeah, my parents got down on New Year's Eve. Yeah, I saw that the, the costume. My mo- my mom was dressed like a Playboy bunny the year I was conceived. I'm oh, not well, surprised. Hey. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> nice. Yeah, <That's> awesome. <laughs> um, so masked devils, uh, as- acting boisterously and making nu- nuisances of themselves, are known in Germany, uh, at least in into the 16th century. While animal masked devils, combining dreadful comic, weird German word antics appeared in a medieval church plays in literature in large literature much of it by european folklorists bears uh on these subjects austrians austrians in the community we uh were studied quite a bit and were aware of the heathen elements being blended with christian elements in the saint nicholas customs and in other traditional winter ceremonies they believe that krampus derives from the pagan supernatural who was uh, basically assimilated into the Christian devil, like you were saying. Yeah, yeah. Uh, anything, and typically, too, all those older saints, like saints that aren't, aren't based off actual historical figures, mm-hmm. are just pagan deities that they've refitted into saints. Like St. Saint, saint Bridget. I don't know a lot about uh, saints and stuff, but uh, St. Yeah, saint Bridget know. is uh-huh. just the Irish goddess Brigitte. They just oh. they take these figures and then they make them into saints. And just, oh. This is way. This is a way to Christians fucking stealing everyone's good time. Not just stealing, but it's a way. So like, if you go to people and you're like, "Hey, this thing that you guys have been practicing, you cannot do this anymore, or any part of this, and this is like no good, and you have to do this now." People right. are going to take that and they're going to hide it and they're going to continue okay. to practice it. 
But if you help them to forget that it was ever what it was, because by taking like, think mm. about Easter, what is, what do eggs and fucking bunnies have to do with the resurrection of Christ? Right. Because exactly. all it is, is a pagan fertility festival. Yeah. But you take it and you cover it up. Christmas, they think Jesus was born in the spring. Uh, by, right. By the... Uh, Position of the stars. Uh huh. They believe he was born in the spring, or, or that's when that story should be. But they take it and you put it on Martin Mess. Also, it's also Saturnalia or Yule, depending upon mm -hmm. where you are. And you just take this this pagan thing and lay your shit right on top. Man, of if it. I was a pagan, I'd be pissed. I'd be like, it's a very it's a very shitty place to be, especially listening to Christians. But like, I don't celebrate Halloween because it's a pagan holiday. And like, you're like, bitch, you celebrate like look at you all your, your all your fucking pagan and all my Christian relatives are like, no, that you're. That has nothing to do with it. You're like, <laughs> bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. It's. <laughs> Idiot. It's a very frustrating thing to be a pagan. Yeah. I can only imagine. <laughs> That's why I'm just nothing. I have very little religious frustrations. <laughs> this this is where Casey doesn't excel. <laughs> <laughs> Mark another one where Casey doesn't do good. <laughs> Two points for me. 53 for Casey. <laughs> hey, you're coming up. Thanks, Fine. girl. Uh, so the, Kramp <laughs> the Krampus figures persisted. And by the 17th century, Krampus had been incorporated into the Christian winter celebration by uh, pairing Camp Krampus with St. Nicholas. Um, countries of the former Habsburg Empire, Habsburg, 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 yeah, have largely borrowed the tradition of Krampus according uh, accompanying St. Nicholas on December 5th from Austria. So. I guess they celebrate Christmas at a different time in Austria. It also depends on when they arrive. So in that uh, six to eight black men story, it talks about Santa or Santa arrives in town. Like also he lives in Spain and he like comes, <laughs> yeah. he shows up and like he just uh, hangs out. He shows up at the docks like a couple weeks early and like hangs out and like taking stock. Not on a sled, on a boat. On a boat. And then he rides <laughs> horses. But it, I think it's one of those things. A white like, horse. We have this weird, like our, our Santa and everything is, a mix of European traditions from all the immigrants, but also this weird corporatizing of it. So like yes. they found a way to like make it. And Santa, he can see you. He know he sees you when you're sleeping. He knows which when is you're creepy awake. as creepy fuck, as by the fuck. Way. Creepy. And he or like Santa's always watching. They yeah. used to give me the fucking creeps when yeah. I was a kid. I'm like in the bathroom, like ew. Yeah, don't watch me poop, Santa. Like, can you not? Could so you? We could have this be the like, one time you don't watch me. We have this weird omniscient Santa, but. In other countries, it's like, oh, Santa shows up and, like, is taking, he's <laughs> taking notes and, like, asking around. Being like, so this kid's an asshole, right? Like, I heard. <laughs> Rumor has it he's a dick and that's kind of Krampus's job. <laughs> We're going to so. beat the shit out of him, which also needs to but, be. But maybe not beat the shit. Maybe just pretend to we beat the shit. We might pretend to beat the shit out of him. But just generally, I think kids should be beaten a little more. Somebody's going <laughs> to so much for not talking about abusing children in this episode of <laughs> Jesus Ashley. Fuck your Christmas. <laughs> so in recent years, there's a myth surrounding Krampus that he was the son of Hell, who is the North go Norse goddess of the underworld. Uh-huh. Uh, it's been very popularized by the internet. Oh, the internet. <laughs> Even appearing in articles in National Geographic and Smithsonian Magazine. Wow, damn. I know. Uh, however, this connection is likely the invention of American fantasy artist Gerald Brom, Gerald Brom, whose uh, 2012 novel Krampus, the Yule Lord, features Krampus <laughs> as the main protagonist. <laughs> the Yule Lord. <laughs> hey, Sacramento, we're Krampus and the Yule Lord. <laughs> wait, wait, let me read that, that part. pretentious ass shit. I shouldn't make fun. It might be a really good book. Like, <laughs> so, this is so like the most Krampus, thing I've ever the heard. The Yule Lord. <laughs> I'm just going to start referring to myself as the Yule Lord. As you should. Yes. Uh, so modern day Krampus, basically in the aftermath meow, of the 1932 election from Austria, the Krampus tradition was prohibited by uh, the Dolphus regime under the Fatherland's Front. Oh. Some some Austrian word I can't pronounce. And the Christian, the Christian Social Party, of course. Uh-huh. Fucking Christians, the ruiners of everything <laughs> since the beginning of time. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of the newer religions too <laughs> but even before he was a thing y'all ruined everything could you just fucking not <laughs> in the 1950s the government distributed pamphlets titled Krampus is an evil man <laughs> <laughs> wow. 
how funny this one was going to be. <laughs> Uh, towards the end of the century, popular resurgence of Krampus celebrations occurred and still continues today. So it came back because people like to get drunk and do weird shit. Hey, yeah. I'm into it. Yeah. The Krampus tradition is being revived in Bavaria as well, along with a local artistic tradition of hand-carved wooden masks. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. In 2019, there were reports, I want one of those fucking masks again. Find those little, like, pantsless figurines for us and a Krampus wooden mask, and I'd be so happy. In 2019, there were reports of a drunken, disorderly contact conduct by a masked Krampus in some Austrian towns. Of course. I remember when that of happened. Of course. <laughs> oh, my God. God. Just give people some alcohol and a costume and just let hilarity in. Isn't that what Burning Man is? Fuck. <laughs> some alcohol and a costume. <laughs> Just a bunch of drunk people in, a, in costumes just causing shenanigans. I mean, that's, yeah, that's kind of my life. Yeah, I mean, that's a pretty good uh, description of Burning Man right there. Yeah. Although Krampus appears in many variations, uh, so this is kind of what, what he looks like according to tra- tra- tradition. Um, although Krampus appears in many variations, most share some common physical characteristics. He's very hairy, usually brown or black, and has cloven hooves. And the horns of a goat. His long, pointed tongue lolls out, and he has fangs. This sounds like my kind of guy. I mean... Hey, Krampus. Hey. (laughs) Krampus carries chains, though, uh, to symbolize the the binding of the devil by the Christian church. He thrashes the change for dramatic effect. And the chains are, are sometimes accompanied by bells of various sizes. So just... Brings a whole new meaning to Jingle Balls. Um, <laughs> the Krampus. <laughs> sexy Krampus. Uh, God, now I'm like weirdly turned on. <laughs> Girl. I need to get laid. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, one of, <laughs> oh my gosh. Of more pagan origins are the rutin, which are the bundles of birch branches that Krampus carries around. Stop going off phone. That Krampus carries around. Um, with which he occasionally swats children. Dude, and a, bu- a bundle of birch shit that hurts. Like yeah. They, they, they scour your skin off with that. It's like being whipped. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. So now we have Krampus going around. He's going to beat children too. So sorry. I know I promised this wasn't a child abuse episode. But, but this is kind of like funny child are. abuse. Yeah, this is fun child abuse. This is like politically correct child abuse. <laughs> Uh, so the the rootin again may have had significance in pre-Christian pagan initiation rites, like you were saying. Mm-hmm. The birch branches are replaced with a whip in some representations. Sometimes Krampus appears with a sack or a basket strapped to his back. Um, basically, this is to cart off evil children from <laughs> drowning, eating, or being transported to hell. Yeah, it's amazing. He shows up in the Venture Brothers Halloween special. And he's got this big, long, or Christmas special. He's got this big ass, long tongue and apes. Like, there's just all of these screaming little kids in the sack on his back as oh he's going God. through. And he just shows up and starts whipping people. <laughs> it's amazing. This sounds, yeah, sounds about right. You have to watch that. Um, So, this is another, this is a, like a Krampus tradition. It's called uh, Krampusnacht. Krampusnacht? Whatever. The Feast of St. Nicholas, it's basically a, f- a feast celebrating St. Nicholas and is celebrated in parts of Europe on the 6th of December. On the uh, on the preceding events of December 5th, Krampus Night or Krampusnacht is a wicked, ha- the, the wicked hairy devil appears on the street. So, so they do a feast of St. Nicholas on December 6th. The night before is like Krampus Night. It's where <laughs> shit gets real fucked up. It's party night. It's party night. Yeah. Christmas. Yeah. Basically Christmas Eve is always party night. Oh yeah. Uh, sometimes accompanying St. Nicholas and sometimes on his own, Krampus visits various homes and businesses. The saint usually appears in the Eastern right vestments of a, yeah, the Eastern right vestments of a bishop and he carries a golden ceremonial staff. Yeah. That's a very traditional European Santa. Yeah. So, yeah, again, very, very unlike the North American versions of Santa Claus. In these celebrations, St. Nicholas concerns himself only with the good children, while Krampus is responsible for the bad ones. Uh, Nicholas dispenses gifts while Krampus supplies coal and the root and bum- bundles and just beats and whips children, <laughs> I guess. Just rolls in and fucks a bunch of kids up. <laughs> Could you ma- 
imagine this fucking asshole rolling into town like, who's ready to get some? (laughs) (laughs) So uh, there's a seasonal play that is spread throughout the Alpine regions known as Nicholas Play. Nicholas Play. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Which translate to Nicholas Play. (laughs) Inspired by uh, Paradise Plays. Which focuses on Adam and Eve's encounter with a tempter, who was Eve, by the way, because, you know, us women folk. Well, the devil tempted them, and Eve Eve was I weak and know, fell. she was weak. Well, I mean, I get it. I can relate. The Nicholas plays featured a competition for human souls and was played on the question of morality. Oh. Uh in these Nicholas plays, St. Nicholas would reward children for scholarly efforts rather than good behavior. So oh. if you're a good student, you would get reward. That's cool. Um, so this is a theme that kind of grew in the Alpine regions where the Roman Catholic Church had significant influence. Uh, there were already very established pagan traditions in these Alpine regions that had become intertwined with Catholicism. Mm-hmm. Basically, people would masquerade as a devilish, person, devilish figure known as Perked who's a two-legged humanoid goat with a giraffe-like neck wearing animal furs. What a sight. The pagans love goats, man. Like, there's yeah, so much there goat. with goats? It's, there's a lot of goat imagery. It's the horned god idea. And, like, man, they love that goats. And then so when Christians, like, rolled in and they saw this goat imagery, it just, like, oh. it's so horrible. That's where the con- concept of the devil is. Devil, they don't talk about, like, Satan and his appearance in the Bible. It's That's just, right. It's all from Christians, early Christians it's just like encountering this is the bad pagans. Dude. Mm-hmm. And also, again, this is how you like, this is how you breed shit out of people. Your God is now like the embodiment of all evils. So eat shit. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Fuck. Christians. <laughs> Guys, get it together. Like pretty much any, any mass religion. The, the, I was telling somebody before is like, we, we naturally think of like, you know, there's a lot of people over here afraid of Islam and all this kind of shit and mm-hmm. Christianity. It's because what we have to deal with. But like, if you deal with certain places in Asia, it's the Buddhists who are fucking people up. Even though over here, we don't think of Buddhists that way. Like no. the shit in, in Myanmar and Burma. Yes, that's right. It's Buddhist shit. And we don't Fuck. think of it that way. But this is what happens when. This is why the world we, doesn't need we, religion. We think of, of, of monks very nicely. Uh, the monks of, of uh, the Dalai Lama. Where the fuck is that motherfucker from? Why can't I think of it? Nepal. Nepal. Is it from Nepal? Yeah. So the Dalai Lama, we think of them very highly over here. I mean, these are men of peace. But these are also people who before... China had come in. These motherfuckers were living in gold roof temples and taking like that's right huge taxes from people, mm-hmm. so they were living poor. While these Buddhist monks were living their life of austerity, right, high on the right. hog from the shit. So it's really whoever's in charge. They're all very contradictory. People too. are. Dicks. This is why I don't get. I don't get down with that religion shit. Mm-hmm. I'm not down with the religion. So I like being pagan because it's a very vague thing. I can make my own little deals. And yeah, like... you just have, like, traditions and stuff. You guys aren't actively trying to be dicks to other people. No, nope, I don't care what nobody believes. Yeah. So so in this, people would wear costumes and march through processions known as Perkinsloths. 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 Which are, are regarded as earlier form of the Krampus run. So it's basically just a procession of Krampuses. <laughs> Perkinloffs were looked at with suspicion by the Catholic Church, of course, because they're also no fun. Mm-hmm. And banned by some civil authorities because, you know, again, Catholics don't like fun. Neither do Christians. <laughs> they don't fucking like fun. No fun. Just let people have fun. Just want to party. I know. God. Uh, due to sparse population and rugged environments within the Alpine region... The ban was, uh, of course, not effective or easily enforced, rendering the ban pretty much useless. Yeah. Eventually, the Perkinsloff uh, inspired the the Nicholas plays, which introduced Saint Nicholas and his set of good morals. The Perk transformed into what is now known as the Krampus. The Perk transformed into now what is known as Krampus. So Krampus started as the Perk. Perk. And was made the subject to St. Nicholas as well. So in a customary office, in a customary offer to Krampus, schnapps, which is a strong dis- distilled fruit brandy, is usually left out for Krampus. Oh, schnapps is fruit brandy. I always wonder what made schnapps schnapps. Yeah. I don't I like wondering. it. It's yeah, it's fucking sweet. gross. Yeah. <laughs> but apparently Krampus is down with it. <laughs> uh, these runs, the the uh, Krampus lofts, 
include Perkton, uh, similarly wild pagan spirits of Germanic folklore, and sometimes female in representation, although Perkton are properly associated with the period between the winter solstice and the 6th of January, which is when we come back with new episodes. What? Um, so yeah, you give St. Nicholas milk and cookies, Krampus gets some fucking, gets drunk. <laughs> Sounds like a pretty good gig. I mean. He gets drunk, he beats kids. What more can you want? <laughs> He's the awful stepdad y'all never had. <laughs> exactly. Um, so let's talk about the the Krampus Karkins, which sounds like Krampus Kargus, uh, which are the greeting cards featuring Krampus since the 1800s. Again, if you can find some, please, <laughs> for the love of God. Reproductions are fine. Yes. <laughs> Sometimes introduced um, with Greb von Krampus. Greb von Krampus, which means greetings from Krampus. The cards usually have humorous rhymes and poems. Krampus is often, he seems like a fucking cool dude. I'm just saying. I would have rather grown up with Krampus than Santa Claus. Oh, and Rudolph. Yeah, Rudolph. Why is his nose so red? Hmm? You know, that's just a freaking a uh, corporate thing. That, yeah. That was made up for some uh, department store. Really? Yeah, the song Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer was made up for a department store. Oh my That's lord. That's where that came from. It's the most annoying song on the planet. It is. It really is. <laughs> uh, Krampus is also shown to have have having one human foot and one cloven hoof. In some tales, Krampus has uh, very sexual overtones. Hey, I knew I liked this guy. Creep. Uh, he's pictured pursuing buxom women. Hey. I'm a buxom woman. You are, girl. All right. Someone hook me up with Krampus. I mean, I can arrange for you to get fucked by paranormal entities, but let's not. <laughs> can we please? That'd be the most action I've gotten in a while. <laughs> <laughs> Over time, the representation of Krampus uh, in the cards has changed. Cl older versions have a more frightening version of Krampus, where modern versions have a cuter, more Cupid-like creature. Uh. Jesus. <laughs> Krampus also has adorned postcards and many candy containers. Can you guys just send us some fucking cool Krampus stuff? <laughs> then that's all I really have to say about Krampus. I mean, we could talk about them throughout the regions. They're, they're different Krampuses for different regions in Europe. The variations, but yeah. yeah. Different, it, they're all about the same, so. But, um, yeah, that's all I got to say about that. This I just saw this. Let's close this out with this. Favorite and least favorite holiday songs. Okay. Ooh, okay. So let me point out how much I hate Grandma Got Run Over by a Reindeer. I hate most Christmas songs. <laughs> okay. And there's one that I actually like and I can't remember what it is. I am one of those suckers that likes John Lennon and Yoko Ono's, ono's terrible uh, Happy Christmas War is Over just because... <laughs> I do really like that song. Yoko, the very Merry Christmas yes. <laughs> and a Happy New Year. Fucking Yoko. I, 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 I'm one of the few Beatles fans that loves Yoko Ono. She's such a fucking mess. <laughs> Dude, her. so we, uh, we like kind of affectionately named one of my friends ex-girlfriends Yoko. She broke up she the band. She broke up the fucking band. We couldn't hang out with them anymore because Yoko came in and was like, I'm going to fucking take this person. But I mean, like, this person rolled into our into our collective consciousness to give us a word for that. <laughs> <laughs> John Lennon beat the fuck out of her enough. That, oh, like, shit. Oh, he's a terrible, terrible husband. Oh, that he makes was, me feel bad. You should hear how bad he was to his first wife and kid, never mind what he did to Yoko. But Jesus. <laughs> also, uh... <laughs> What's that other one that I really fucking hate? That goddamn Paul McCartney song? Simply having a wonderful Christmas oh, time. See, and I'm Rachel such a loves dick. that. I love that song. I hate that song. Oh, Santa Claus and his old lady. That is mine. Cheech and Chong's Santa Claus and his old lady. Yes. That, that's a fucking good one. That is the best. I'm trying to remember, like, okay, so Grandma got run over by a reindeer. I want to punch somebody. Yeah. Every single time I fucking hear yeah. that. Um,. Like, I'm trying to think of tradition. Oh, and I really, really fucking hate the Mariah Carey Christmas song. Yeah, it's terrible. Jesus Christ. If I have to hear that one more fucking time, I'm going to lose it. Oh, and can we get rid of the, uh, like, where the, the rapey song? Oh, uh, Baby, It's Cold Outside or whatever yeah, that song is. Yeah, can that is? one just go away? I don't, I never hear that one. It's so rapey. Although I do love the, okay. 
the one Mariah Carey Christmas song I love. There's more than one. Yes. Is the baby please come home? <laughs> I'm so I'm so terrible. You know what really I'm such a basic me? bitch. Santa baby. Like I don't I think it's probably because my dad looks like Santa and has looked like Santa since I was like seven. And he has this big white beard and long white hair. So whenever I hear this woman singing about how she wants to fuck Santa, like it just it skeeves me out real bad. Santa yeah. baby. I think I love Baby Please Come Home because it's uh it's in that movie Love Actually, and I fucking <laughs> I love would. that movie so much. It's my like that's my Christmas tradition. I always watch Love Actually. It's so it's such a lovely movie. <laughs> um it keeps flicking in and out of my head. Oh, I had the Sailor Moon Merry Christmas to You song, which is, I had a lot of Sailor Moon CDs, the Japanese CDs, uh-huh. and so it's all of these, this shitty-ass English. Last Christmas, I gave you my heart, but the very next day, you gave it away. This year, to save me from tears, I give it to someone oh special. I am not mocking it. That is exactly what it sounds like. That's <laughs> that's a Sailor Mars song. You look that shit up on YouTube. I promise you, that is exactly what it sounds like. There's also Sailor Mercury doing Jingle Bells. It is amazing. Okay, that sounds great. Yeah, you should hear it. My, I have another friend that like. Okay, to what this about favorite and least favorite Christmas movies? Okay, I only have one Christmas movie that I will actually watch, and that is A Christmas Story. With that's a good one. Rhett's Rigel's favorite movie ever. It's so good. I'm in those Christmas story pajamas. I buy him a set of Christmas story pajamas from Target literally every year. Yeah, I it's think, tradition. I would think my I think my favorite. I well, I bought two. Love Actually, and also I will always fucking watch National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. I I love, always I love <laughs> National Lampoon's. I love those those vacation movies. But for some, that movie, because of that thing with that cat, the second that bitch shows up with that cat oh in the box, God. I start freaking out about how terrible it is for this cat. And then the cat gets electrocuted, <laughs> and I fucking cry every time. It's pathetic. It's pathetic because, like, obviously, I know that nothing really happened to that cat. But like, I yeah. have it. I just can't. I I'm just trying to think can't. of least favorite Christmas movies. They, I will say though that the. Uh, Christmas vacation song is a great song. It's so good. It's really good. I love it. It's I'm I'm known to I always when people are like complaining about a trip or something, I'm like it's all about it's all part of the experience, Russ. <laughs> so many people have no idea what I'm quoting. I'm like, how do you not know this? For real, fucking for real. The worst Christmas movie, It's a Wonderful Life. I swear to God. Holy shit. Let me fucking tell you the nightmare I have to live in every holiday season. My dad loves that movie. <laughs> and I mean love it to the point where he will watch it every day from <laughs> fucking Thanksgiving through Christmas. And so I have learned to have an, a, a very special kind of hatred for that fucking movie. That's so cute, though. I would never guess that that was your dad's movie. That is adorable. Oh, he loves it. He loves that movie. He, I'm not joking. Between that and he's watched, he'll watch every single version of Christmas Carol. <laughs> every single Even one. the Muppet one? Even the Muppet one. Good job. The Muppet one's the, the one, best one. like, all the way back to the one that was in, like, 1933. <laughs> I swear to he owns all of them. He watches all of them. He can quote them. Uh, he can quote the entire movie 100%. That's precious. It is fucking adorable. <laughs> but, like, hearing those things, it's like nails on a fucking chalkboard because I've dealt with it my whole life. Yeah. I can imagine. Golly. Anyway... Thank you guys for listening to another lovely episode of the Deeper Darker Variety Show. Thanks for listening to us this whole season. This whole season, guys. Thank you. We really appreciate. Never thought we'd do this and it's working out super well. Yeah, we appreciate all of you. Hopefully you have whatever holiday you celebrate. Happy holidays. We're not going to fucking say Merry Christmas because there's a million holidays that different people celebrate. People so. get mad at me. They're like, it's Merry Christmas. I'm like, I don't even celebrate Christmas. Why am I going to say Merry Christmas right, to you? What are you Calm gonna, down. Do you also say Happy Hanukkah to the fucking G? Like, come on. No, because other people don't exist. No, you just say Happy Holidays. Yeah, there's a lot of shit going there's on right now. There's lots of holidays. There's, I mean, just, just the holidays. See, there's Thanksgiving. There's Christmas. There's fucking Hanukkah, Kwanzaa. New I like Year's. to piss them off by just saying Happy Yule, and that gets them all pissed off. <laughs> That's gonna be a good one. You I know the one. You know the that. ones we're talking about. Those dumb Trump. Oh yeah. Or, yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. The ones who freak out about the fucking Star- Starbucks cup. But then call us snowflakes. We are the snow. We're the snowflakes because we want health care. But, you know, fucking Christmas cups. Anyway, <laughs> we also want to thank our producer, Eric, and Unlikely Legends Productions for just so patiently sticking by us through all these fucking 
episodes. <laughs> Thank you for everyone who voted for Joe Biden to get us out of this mess. We yes, appreciate you. We appreciate Thank you. you guys. Thanks for fucking showing up. And don't forget, got to keep showing up. Always. every And not every four years. Every two years, those midterm elections are very important. Yeah. One more season finale. Thank you to our friend Juan for creating our intro and outro tunes. If you want to hear more from Juan, follow him on Twitch TV dash Juan Solo 916. Miss you and love you, Juan. Love you, Juan. We can't wait to see you and take you out to dinner after uh, this whole this whole thing is behind us. Yeah. Um, we can also be found on our, our website, the Deeper Darker Variety Show.com. Please, please visit there for updates through the holidays, funny posts, you know, and anything we feel like throwing out there for you. Um, also, check our social media. Follow us on Instagram and uh, Facebook, and you'll find some more funny shit on there. Uh, most importantly, please rate, review, and subscribe wherever you listen. The more exp- or the more rates and reviews that we get, the more exposure it gets us, and the more exposure it gets us, more awesome listeners, just like all of you. Yeah. Um, as always, if you have questions, comments, concerns, complaints, topic suggestions for next season, or if you just want to wish us well during this holiday hiatus, uh, send us an email at the deeper dark at deeper darker podcast at gmail.com. That's deeper darker podcast at gmail.com. It's our musical episode. <laughs> uh, thanks, everyone. We'll see you with some fresh episodes on January 6th, right here on the Deeper Darker Variety Show. Kisses. Bye.